<laughs> the pool is open. <laughs> that was a really rich word right there. Wow. Wow. I just I just love God. You know what I'm saying? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I just, I just wanted to have a meeting where we all tasted and saw. Uh, it never gets old, you know. Uh, uh, I first started experiencing the ecstasies of God in 2008, and I haven't moved on. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really, I really don't care, you know. I, uh, uh, I feel like there's nothing better than the gospel. There is nothing better than the good news of Jesus H Christ. Uh, and if you don't know what the H stands for, just ask the Lord, who gives generously, liberal wisdom. Uh oh, he said liberal in church. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I was going to preach at <laughs> some point. <sighs> Someone else has a word, though, I feel, first. Who else has something burning? Or just a light? It's a light boil. It hasn't come maybe to full boil. But a ha does anyone have a half-boiled idea? Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, I think this is more... I think the monastery is becoming more of a rest home. Oh, that's one word. It's more of a retirement community, so... Uh, we We can blend your food if needed. We have there's a puree setting. We get I mean, you know, if it comes whatever it comes to, you know. We'll just believe God. <laughs> Gia, did you have a word? Mm, well, we gave one, I suppose, didn't you? Mm -hmm. If anything changes, <laughs> didn't, didn't, you are the word made flesh. Wow. Whoa. I just don't want to be in a hurry. You know what I mean? Glory to God. Glory. Now, I mean, I, it might look like this is just a big show, but, well, I don't know what to say to that, but <laughs> it's not. <laughs> uh, I just have my eyes closed for some reason. I'm like stuck. I just, ugh. I love worship. You know, I love happy worship. I just love, I love singing, you know, Colossians said, sing and make melody in your hearts, like singing to one another, it even said, that's childlike, sing, I'm with my friends and I'm singing, <laughs> uh, 
You you didn't know that you had me. <laughs> I'm with my dad. <laughs> Have another drink. Hey, would you guys pray with me about something? Yeah. Um, we might, uh, we might get, we might have an opportunity to do stuff at Pierre's, start it, to use the Pierre's facilities for some sort of gatherings. And I was feeling like some glory on that for so, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what we would do there. I don't have any idea, but I just, you know, I, I believe, I felt energy on it. And, uh, so just, Let's just agree to disagree. I mean, no, that's a, that's a different con- uh, conversation. Um, let's just believe God. <laughs> and other religious phrases. <laughs> Uh, no, but like Gavin has, they told, uh, for some reason, Gavin felt inspired to ask if we could have church there and they said, you could use the, you could use the side club, which is called the Phoenix and it's got like crazy lights everywhere, even in the floors. It's got lights coming out of the floors and like, it's all like professional. It's new. It's the newest part of the building and, uh, it's like a side club where, when, yeah, they, you know, they have like five clubs in one. So we could even meet there while other, like, people are partying in the other parts of the building and just, you know, who knows what might happen. I mean, we talked about the light club for like years, you know, and so this could be cool. But, but what? No, I don't, I think it's free. I didn't, I didn't pursue it and, uh, I think, it was funny though. Gavin's like, I think they might want to sell drinks in there. I was like, Well, that's fine with me. I don't care. You know, so we might have a literal open bar in the back while we're partying. But I mean, I, I think a lot of you guys love Jesus, but you drink a little too. So yeah. So you know, free drinks. Actually, you know, while Sam was talking, uh, Sam Smith. Do you guys know Sam Smith? He's in the front row. Hammered drunk. I was just feeling like, like that compassion that was on you, Sam. That like, if you were to minister in places like, like that, like in, at Pierre's or like, I don't know. I just saw you ministering like that and people receiving from you, man. Is there's like, there's just a wealth of compassionate wisdom uh, in you, man. Yep, there it is. The theater of pain was ended at the cross, and you don't have to pick it back up. That's not a movie you need to have to keep watching if you don't want to. And that was the word. Wow, Jesus. Amen. We're just going to keep flowing. Look at y'all. None of you were on time tonight, but you're all here. (laughs) And I do appreciate it. Just take the nest deep plunge then. Hey, you know we are we are silly and and whatnot, but I just want to remind you once again that God did this to us. <laughs> like God, <laughs> look what God did to us, man. <laughs> Like, you know, like, it's it's one thing to try to act silly, but then it's another thing when God is on it. It's like, wow. 
Like, what happened, you know? Like, God just happens to be that fun, you know? Like, God just happens to be that that wonderful. Isn't God wonderful tonight? <laughs> Come on. There's a tangible realm. This is nice. This is really nice. Thank you guys for uh, co-creating that uh, awareness in the room tonight, you know? Just showing up, empty-headed, whacked in the glory. You weren't on time, but you were empty-headed and whacked in the glory. So, but uh, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I, I do want to, you know, we're going to keep doing these the last Sunday of every month. Maybe we'll move to Pierre sometime. I don't know what's going to happen. That'd be fun. But, um, oh, Jesus, wow. St. Peter. St. Pierre. <laughs> we'll call it St. Pierre's Church. We'll call it the Church on the Rock. Uh, on this on this nightclub, I'll build my church. <laughs> Ooh, but um, no, but but uh, the next few glory parties, I just want to invite all the musicians. If you want to bring an instrument or whatever, we're just going to create sounds to get. I mean, that was really nice, you know. I mean, we're it's a little rough, but the spirit's good, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you don't practice together whatsoever, but it's like, <sighs> I don't know what it, I don't know what it wasn't. I just know that it was, and, uh, but it's so nice, man. I love, I just want these glory parties to be the, you know, experience. We have, we have a lot of teaching. There's tons of, of messages out there and, and it's good. It's good to have the good word the good message the the right understanding understanding can unlock a lot for you and uh like i've said since the orthodox men days we we like it to be solid and biblical and drunk so glory party time is just you know it's just a real time to just let loose let it fly and uh so that's nice. I don't know, it's good for me. So I mean, hey. Yeah. So but I do like I do like to preach cuz you know the gospel still works for you know, the gospel so like it's still the power of God. It's still the the realm that cracked it all open for me because it's the good news that you're always in. You're always included. You're always you can't get away. You can't escape. That we're just discovering the inescapable love of God. And, uh, we are in a reformation, man. It's cool. It's like, there is something happening around the world, you know, there's something happening in the planet. And so when we get together, like for me, it's, I just, I'm always excited because it's always a continuation of the unfolding of this, uh, of this realm of this revelation. And, and, uh, with many or with few, it's like to who, whosoever will. Uh, you can experience the greatest day of history called today. And we're seeing it, you know, like never before. So, so I love it. I, lo I love the realm. You know, I love, I love this reformation. Uh, I was just up in Chicago yesterday, got back at five in the morning and we we're just, uh, Crowder was up there and it was good to hear John preach again and just see, uh, I just honor John as a reformer. If you haven't listened to a lot of his stuff, I just I encourage it. It's really good. You know, we've received a lot from him here, but but it's cool to to know that there's like just so many voices God's raising up around the world. But you know, when you hear it, it's like it's like Chris was saying, you know, when you hear when it's good, it's good, you know. When it's good news, it's God. Like and there's a difference between just another sermon and something that's actually like the heart of God. Like the good news of God, like the the message and it and and I loved what Chris said too. It's not just what we've always heard before. That's why it's important to know how do you know? How do you know that you know? You know, but you know by the spirit, you know by the love, you know by the fruit of the spirit, you know by the goodness and all the other uh, one liners that Chris gave to us. <laughs> or Paul's <laughs> If it feels like a nest tea challenge 
Wait, is that what it's called? I knew it was better than the word challenge. Ooh. Exactly. His yoke is easy and his uh, uh, whites are scrambled. Is that an <laughs> oh, we will get to the reading for those of you that like the reading. <laughs> but first, we had to go surfing. <sighs> Dude, this is this is a hard saying, Lord. Mm, who can bear it? Ooh. Ooh. Just just lean your head back. Mm. Just put your hand on someone and say, you are the glory of God. Mm. You are the you are the righteousness of God. You are the drink. Say so you say, aren't you a tall drink of water? Uh, <laughs> uh, did did Jesus give you that body? I don't know. Maybe I better stop there. <laughs> uh, I love the the body of our Lord. You know what I'm saying? So cool. So. Uh, if you want a coherent teaching, um, <laughs> come to the classes, not to the glory party. <laughs> uh, that's what these classes are for. They're semi-coherent. But I will try to give a word. I, it's fun. I was just feeling tonight. Uh, I just felt Romans 8 uh, ruminating in my spirit the last few weeks. Um, uh, yeah. Because we are in a we are in a reformation, a beautiful time of of a, lo- a lot of you know, a lot of you have questioned everything, and that's good. I think it's good. I think it's good. You know, because uh, how many people, how many spiritual people just believe what they believed because they believed it? You know what I mean? Like how many people were just born into a belief system and they just believe it because they believe it? And there's like one one side that's kind of respectable and honorable, but on the but really like. Uh, you kind of want to know what reality is just for yourself, you know, like there ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I really encourage that. And, and, uh, it's, it's a wonderful time of just exploring and, but, um, one of the things I felt, you know, uh, the, the word spiritual discipline doesn't really feel relevant to me anymore. Like spiritual disciplines, because it's like, and, and I, maybe it is relevant for somebody out there for but I feel like when you fall in love it's like it doesn't feel like that much of a discipline to like love your lover you know and so so I think that's something that at least for me in my reformation spiritual disciplines have kind of been like uh uh erased <laughs> I like what Brother Lawrence, it, maybe some of you could relate to the journey of Brother Lawrence if you ever read The Practice of the Presence of God. Really good book. Just a short little book, you know. Uh, I don't know, like maybe it's 60 pages or something. You could read it in a day, perhaps. <laughs> so just, shoot, just shoot yourself up. The little brother Lawrence Glory. You can communion the communion of saints. I believe in God the Father Almighty and uh, the communion of saints. So you can commune with Brother Lawrence if you want. And all the rest of that. But uh But uh, something Brother Lawrence said was, uh, I've abandoned all set prayers 
and now I just keep myself by a general fond regard to God, which often causes me uh, ecstasies and raptures, great joys and delights. Um, and that was kind of the, the, the thing that, you know, made him famous. He wasn't even like some, he was just a brother, which is like in the monastery, it's pretty much like maybe the lowest class. Not that there's uh, classes. I don't even know how it all works, but he's just a brother. You know what I mean? Just hanging out and he washed dishes and people would drive or not drive because that was before cars. They would, uh, gather, they would gather their carriages. <laughs> no, they would come from miles around just to watch him wash dishes because there was so much glory on his life, like just presence, you know, like, and he would, uh, he would sometimes go into ecstasies, like just washing dishes and just people would observe and people would just be blessed, like just watching and hanging out with them. But he said he abandoned, you know, he was a, you know, the monasteries are definitely used to spiritual disciplines and everything of all sorts. I mean, uh, like praying like seven times a day. Sometimes, you know, you'd have seven like, which actually to me, that's kind of fun. But if you're just doing it like ritualistically or whatever, it definitely loses its thing. And a lot of you guys have probably had a point in your t- in your l- spiritual life where you were doing, you know, well, you got to read 10 chapters a day or you got to pray an hour a day at least or all that stuff. But then you like started to commune with the living presence and it's like, wow, like I don't know how much I'm praying or reading, but... And you and you you begin to trust your heart when you realize that you have a new heart and a new spirit or a holy heart. Like you're not seeing that in the understanding of duality, where if you think you're a darkened being, like you, if you think you're a sinner, then you've got to discipline yourself into becoming a saint, you know. But when you realize that you are a holy one, then you just love to like commune, and you begin to trust that if I feel like praying right now, I'm going to pray. And if I feel like reading, I'm going to read, or if I feel it, and I, and I begin to be led by that desire. And I, I like, but I like, uh, what brother Lawrence said when he said, I just, I just kept myself by a general fond regard to God. And I think that's pretty powerful right there. Like, uh, it's like, and so what I wanted to say today about this reformation, a lot of times when you. When you come into a new uh, revelation of truth, you can tend to throw out everything you knew before almost. The old throw out the baby with the bathwater thing, you know. And uh, I think with throwing out spiritual discipline, someone's definitely in the bathwater back there. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, Lord Jesus. It's so good in here right now. It's so nice. If you need a healing, if you're watching on the webcast, some of you don't know that there's a little camera right up there watching you. Somebody's watching you. Only if you're in the front row or, or this way. So it's it stops right about the shine of Sam's head. The glistening. Oh, but it is nice in here. That's all I know right now. God, God, Jesus, and baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's all about man this is literally you know uh but um yeah so so we know that our our uh, efforts are not necessary for this intoxication to take place it, it's it's coming to that understanding. It's like when Jesus said, I, I do nothing but what I see the Father doing. You know, um, there wasn't this realm of duality. It was like he wasn't saying I, I even try to do what I see the Father doing, but he just came to this place where he realized, like, uh, we're like a we're, – we're the vessel. We're a channel. Like you're, and, and you begin to channel, you know, the Lord. <laughs> A channel of the spirit or a, a dependent passive instrument or you're I mean it's not it's a dignified you're 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 a dignified glove of God. You're you're the body. You are the body of God. And uh but we know that so so we're not trying to to, to by efforts, you know, ascend into this spiritual place and to, to be spiritual and yet um, here's the baby that you don't want to throw out with the the yucky bath water. 
that's dirty. Uh, but there's a beautiful baby. There's a beautiful baby in this water. And, uh, I think that that beautiful baby is, is like the attention is that fond regard to God. Uh, it's like what Jesus said and he said, abide in me, right? Abide in me. Um, such a beautiful chapter, John 15, to explore. But I like one of the other translations that just says remain because you're already there. Like we were talking about, I don't know, at some point earlier, in, was it today? If you're in this building right now, you don't have to do a lot of work to remain. You'd have to do a lot of work to go somewhere else, or at least a little bit. It's an effortless reality, and yet there is some sort of intentionality about it. You're here. You're not leaving, you know? So it is the easier route to abide, and that's beautiful to know because I think for most, at least for me in my spiritual life, I always felt like abiding was this difficult, like, challenging you know, place to stay in. How am I going to stay aware of the presence? But it's like, no, like you've been placed right where you need to be. You're there. But it's trusting that. A lot of times we get so insecure in trusting that we're right where we need to be. And it's not just in the natural. A lot of times it doesn't really matter where you are physically, but it's where you are in your heart and in your consciousness and in your awareness. And Jesus breaks on the scene to give you a consciousness of the heavenly mind, the heavenly mindset, the awareness of heaven on earth. And then it's like this dance that you are welcomed to participate in of give and take of, of, of that attention. And I just want to say like, um, I, I've seen in this reformation, some people, because they are so against now spiritual discipline that, they even reject that attention of the of the abiding presence and i just want to i just want to tell you like you don't have to do that <laughs> like you don't there's there's no glory on returning now to unconsciousness just because uh woo there was something you don't want you know just because you uh, are free to you know what i mean you're free you are free as a bird now to explore anything yeah we can explore any realm that we want to explore but you've been given all the fullness of christ and through it's through the simple general fond regard to god or attention to that realm that you're able to partake of all the fruits of that realm and so i told you we'd get to the reading that's what Paul's writing about in Romans 8. I just want to read this. So you tracking with me? I'm talking about moving from a place of spiritual discipline, but into just a loving attention of like the abiding, you know, because uh, all life is by the spirit. It's by the spirit. And that's why we're sitting here just being like what would be look weird to people that don't understand what's going on in the spirit. But we're here just being spiritual or which is just being and it can feel light and easy and fun. But like, that's why we're like, why are you just singing songs or praying in tongues or just like laughing or whatever? Cause you're, you're, you're being in the spirit intentionally. Like the, a meeting like this is like an intentional way of doing that, you know, but then, but the goal is like these meetings are just kind of like training wheels or whatever. So that when you go out, you, you out the door, you're riding, you know, you don't need to be in a meeting all the time. And now you're just riding free and you're, and you're able to keep that fond attention to God so that you can be the brother Lawrence in your workplace or wherever where people, you don't have to say a word like brother Lawrence wasn't preaching, but people were like, there is God like people, not just like the other people in his monastery, but people were traveling to see it. I think that's exactly a picture of what God wants to do right now. Like Isaiah 60 said, arise, shine for your light is come." And it says Kings are going to come to your brightness like nations are going to travel they're going to travel what are they going to travel to see the glory rising on you like the glory and so we know this isn't going to be by efforts 
Thank God, because we and and maybe some of you haven't tried your own efforts, but for those that have, that's really good news. <laughs> I, I I tried like ten years of spiritual efforts, and I was a really good boy, and everyone encouraged me, but it didn't work. It just didn't work. That's all I can say. Long story short, <laughs> but Paul gives us in Romans chapter eight another picture and a reminder of the fact that just because you're free to like never pray or never read the Bible, which you are, you're absolutely free. Like that's, and that's amazing. You're, you you do not have to do any of these things and you will always be in the father's hand. You will always be in the house of God. You always be one with Christ. Like you can't escape the love. Hallelujah. Unconditional love. But then Paul goes on and says, and let's just start at the beginning because it's so good. Romans 8. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Whoa! You're not going to be criticized no matter what uh, by God. God, you have God's favor forever. Like, you're, I mean, you're the bride that can do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he's going to bring home roses for you every night, even if you. Didn't cook dinner. I don't know. Praise the Lord Jesus. <laughs> but it, but then he goes on to describe how this new life. Because Romans seven, if you read Romans seven, that's the that's the path of the guy that's stuck in his own efforts and not able to live the life he wants to live. But Romans eight go, goes on and says, "The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free." So it's not just like, "Oh, you're free." How are you free? By the law of the spirit of life in Jesus Christ. So it's like it's going to be by a flowing together with this life, with this life force, this this thing. <clears throat> it says what what uh, blah, blah, what God for God. Oh, Jesus has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do. He sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh for sin, condemned sin in the flesh in order that the just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. But then it's, it goes on even because I think sometimes that's the objective declaration of the gospel. It's like it's been fulfilled. You're in Christ. Everything that Jesus is and has, you are and have now fully satisfied. But then it says how uh, it's fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So. I'm just feel, I just keep feeling this like this thing to say walking according to the spirit. It's like that's how you're gonna manifest this, you know. Uh, walking according to the spirit isn't religious. It might have been, you might have had it packaged in a religious way in your past, but read this chapter with fresh eyes, you know. Read this because Paul wasn't Paul got the gospel. <laughs> if anybody got the gospel in this book, it's the apostle Paul, like the. The gospel dude, man. We said walking not a, not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those, and here's where it gets down to the nitty gritty, my friends. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. To set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace for the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's laws. It cannot. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh. You are in the spirit. Since the spirit of God really dwells in you. And anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although your bodies are dead because of sin, your spirits are alive because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he raised Christ Jesus from the dead, will give life to your mortal bodies even. That's why we preach immortality unashamedly. It's all throughout the Bible. People are scared of preaching immortality or whatever. That's fine. But, you know. It says that he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will give life. And just in case you thought it was only spiritual, he says mortal bodies to your mortal bodies through his spirit, which dwells in you. 
So then, brothers and sisters, we are debtors, but not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. And I, I don't, I mean, it's like people, yeah, I've gone to a lot of funerals, and but I don't want to go to any more of them, honestly. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not condemning anybody who died or your friend died or your relatives died. It happens. It's happened to all of us. And we and we grieve and we and we love everyone involved and we're there. But there's coming a point, I believe, where the body of Christ will no longer die. I think it's time. And I'm like really I want it. I want it pretty bad. Like I want that, dude. Like it's not okay for me. Um like if people die, I mean I still have peace and there's still peace that passes all understanding. You know what I mean? We hang out with them. But my point is I want to see that glory that like brother Lawrence where people are driving all around to see the glory on our life because it's so crazy manifesting. And I believe it's even greater. It's to a point where we'll live for hundreds of years or just like crazy, like manifestations of, of a supernatural realm, which is literally just redemption. You know, restoration to the original intent. No one was ever made to die. No one was ever made to get sick. It's just not normal. Like we've accepted it as normal, but it's not. It's just, it's not, it's, death is not biblical. Sickness is not of God. But, um, and so everyone will be asking themselves the natural question, which is, how do we get there? And uh, as we've preached many times, you are already there. But knowing that you are already there uh, is a reality that you are now presented to live in and walk in and, and, and stay in, you know, remain in. So you've been grafted into this vine and so here's the deal. Any time that you, uh, I don't even want to put it in any sort of worksy term, but whenever you get seduced somehow into a fleshy mindset where your attention is not on the glory, this doesn't mean you have to be sitting there like picturing Jesus sitting on the chair and trying to talk to Jesus on the chair. Maybe that works for you or whatever. I believe there's like a, just a deeper place, an easier place where you just, you just, know you're with the Lord at all times. Like you just have this knowing, you know, and you walk around in the knowing, but whenever you're not walking around in the knowing, uh, just don't let make a lifestyle out of it. You know, like that. And that's what Paul's saying. He's like, it's like Jesus wouldn't have said abide in me if it wasn't possible that you didn't abide. And you know what I mean? Like Jesus wouldn't have said remain in me if there wasn't why would he even say that if there wasn't some option that we somehow might be able to not remain in him? But it's like, well, doesn't that contradict the gospel? Everyone's in him. Right. But the remaining, and to put it simply, like this is an area that I have revelation on. To put it simply, remaining is just having your consciousness aware of being in him. And so when it, you want to be remain conscious of it, and that's Brother Lawrence's secret, and that's the thing. And I just want to keep encouraging us as a community to not get caught up in the mindsets of the world, you know, to, because it's literally says that the mindset in the flesh is death, death. And everyone's like, well, why are people still dying? Well, everybody's like setting their mind on the things below, uh, the, the below. So this can sound like a little bit of a harsh, uh, reality, but the point is, is just, it's all here. You got it, man. And, uh, let's just keep drinking, you know, like, uh, I'm not, I'm not moving on. Like I got, I got the gospel. I, I was telling my dad this the other day, you know, some people are always eager for the new cutting edge thing, but it's like, I got the gospel in 2008 and I began to encounter the glory and, uh, I'm not moving on. <laughs> like, I'm just, that's where I'm at. Like, that's where it's all at. Like Jesus Christ in the presence of God. What is greater than that? You know, like what are, where does everyone eager to like, there's no, it's not about some new secret. It's just encouraging one another all the more to stay conscious of this glory, you know? And, and yeah, and it's, it's just, it's so easy. It's so easy. Mm. 
so then, brothers, we are not debtors to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But some, there's people in this room, I just declare, maybe it's you, that want to be led by the Spirit of God. <laughs> Yay. And I love what it says. You did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. So you've been set free from fear to be a true son and daughter, just to be, to be, to be. But there is this, you know, there's a lot of voices that want to talk you back into being a fear-minded, afraid and, and striving and duality and, and no union consciousness and, and uh, having your mind set on bad news, having your mind set on the external. One of the big things, you know, a big revelation for me was when I understood that the reason the Bible uses the term flesh of all the terms it could have used to talk about the sinful nature is because uh, the sinful nature thrives off an outward focus first. When you when you're when you're set on circumstances, uh, the the outward, the body appearances, then you automatically move in this realm of duality and you lose your bliss and you lose and, and the life of the spirit. But what we're doing even in these meetings, this is why I, want, I even want to encourage guys like meetings are not like. Uh, religious like getting it's just getting together i mean they can be religious but just getting together and saying i see you you know i see i see you is amazing to have somebody like that and then the atmosphere that it creates because every part uh, like it's it's just exponential when we get together it's exponential glory and i want to tell you that this romans 8 immortality is not going to happen by uh, us giving up on gathering together. It's not going to happen by us just using our freedom to be like, uh, just distracted. You know what I mean? Um, you will, he will never leave you or forsake you. Even if you get distracted, it's good news. You know, you're always in, you're always included. But if you want to see immortality manifest, it's going to be through just a loving agreement with the consciousness that he's giving you every day. And uh, those little waves that hit you, they're going to keep hitting you. And uh, But then uh, walking in the spirit is just like learning to surf those waves, you know? Ah! So just catch the waves, man. We're riding the waves. It's and it, I mean, and I'm excited, dude. I, I am literally, and I feel it tonight. We hit a wave. We hit some, we hit some, we hit something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> And in that place, when you're riding those waves, you, I mean, how many of you feel right now, if you put your hand on somebody, like power is going to flow? Can you feel it? I, I can, like, in a, a ooh, even in a, a unique way. And that's called walking in the spirit of life, the law of the spirit of life. <laughs> so put just, wow, I just want to, maybe you want to put your hand on your head. Power. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yeah, so all that to say, man, I just wanted to give a little word tonight and say you might want to read Romans 8 sometime, you know, the next week or two. Just check it out. Go back. Look at it. Look at what it means to walk in the by the law of the spirit of life in Christ. Um, ooh, walking in the spirit. Um, and uh, and just to say that, like, I'm I'm just excited as ever before to to see the things of heaven made manifest uh to not transition to um a distracted life to not transition to an intellectual life um there's a lot of guys that have good information on this gospel now but it's not about that um there's a to not transition to a uh an outward appearance-based life to not to not get focused on circumstances circumstances change they may contradict some of our circumstances will contradict many times you know but the but to see from the inside out to see uh what is beyond sight as uh as lion would say i knew you'd pick that up any reference and sam will get it Media absorbs. Bye, guys. You're amazing. Mm. Making, 
I love it. It says that uh, uh, making every effort to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. And it sounds like, is that some sort of effort language? Listen, whenever you hear that, just, it, it's it's not. That's all I can say. It's like striving to enter into the rest. Oh, it says striving in the Bible. Oh, no. Listen, it doesn't mean what you thought it meant. But um, it's it's just still okay to put your hands out in front of you and say, I thank you, Lord Jesus. Just begin to receive that realm. Thank you, Lord. There's a refreshing. It's like instant drunk. There's a. Uh, <laughs> just remember it, because it, it it's a funny place because it, there's there's so many temptations to you to like try to make things happen in your own strength. We're not talking about that. That's why I love what. Uh, maybe it'll help you to just remember that brother Lawrence phrase where he says, "I kept myself." I abandoned all set prayers and I just kept myself by a sudden fond regard to God. Uh, I just gave, I just gave, I just would go through my day with a, oh, he says a general fond regard to God, which often causes me ecstasies and joys. <laughs> and so just, it's just that little thing, which, can keep you from becoming just a spiritual weirdo that's always like having to pray in tongues 24 seven just to like stay in the glory or whatever. Although if there's a season in your life where it's like that, I just say go for it. But I believe there's a place where it's like Jesus was walking around. I mean, Jesus lived for, for decades. They didn't even know who he was. You know what I mean? But he was walking in the spirit fully. And I believe he just had that, that general fond regard for his father where that consciousness is just there. And uh, and this is for you. For anybody that can hear the sound of my voice, you're fully empowered. It's not for the super spiritual. It's not for the for whoever else besides you. <laughs> Funny little uh, things that we use to exclude ourselves sometimes. But for anybody, for whosoever would, you know what I mean. If you want it, you got it. So let's just pray. Let's just close in prayer here. And uh, Father, I just thank you so much for restoring our awareness of the Garden of Eden on earth. Of even greater, Lord, that they were, for they were walking with you in the cool of the day, but now we're walking in you and you in us. Wow. Wow. I just release a full empowerment of life and immortality of, of believers walking in the spirit that are these sons and daughters are fully conscious, aware, walking in the mind of Christ with uh, with with healing flowing with Lord. I just thank you that even our shadows can heal people. Even our handkerchiefs can heal. Lord, it's happened before that just the even things we touch would be blessed. Lord, you said where, wherever our foot goes, you know. I just released that over some of these friends. Ooh, everywhere they set their foot. I just thank you for like plants growing or just things for just things manifesting wherever. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> wherever we go, the, the old hamster ball of glory would travel with us. <laughs> The wheel in the wheel. We just thank you right now for the... Oh! The wheel and the wheel and the wheel and the wheel. Oh, there's, that's, a, that's a real picture right there. The, the What is it? The big wheel moves by the grace of God? I don't know how it goes. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Ezekiel 1. My Jesus. First Swiss watch ever made by God. <laughs> you are that, and you are that. 
You are the wheel and the wheel. It's the divine dance. It's the spinning and the vibrating of the of the experience. It, just see yourself right now. I mean, you could look in the spirit, but I the Lord showed me this a while back that the Ezekiel one wasn't an angelic creature. It's actually just the manifested sons and daughters of God. It's the great eye. <laughs> oh yeah, we're really out there. For the few now for the few of you that are tuned in still on Ustream, I I do not apologize. <sighs> We're not making this stuff up. I thank you, Lord. I just feel such a tangible realm tonight. It's like su- surprisingly it's drunk. <sighs> surprisingly drunk. And you know, some of you are so drunk you might even sow into the offering. Um there's an offering basket in the back. You can make checks out to the firehouse projects. You can give cash, or, or there's there's even cards you can give by credit or debit card. I want I want to be unashamed to say that we're preaching the gospel of God and it's good soil. Uh, if you're sowing online, you can go to thefirehouseprojects.com and click donate. But uh, I mean, we have dreams of world conquest. You know what I mean? So, I mean, people are like. What kind of needs do you have right now? I was like, well, needs. Let's see. I think there's like a billion orphans in the world. Uh, so if you gave into that, then we would direct it that way. And uh, <laughs> But um, I don't know. I'm just liking this cloud. I just thank you, Lord. Oh, we were, we were praying. That's what we were doing. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, wait. We stopped praying? Do not be drunk with wine, but be continuously filled. Thank you, Lord. There's something to that. A general fond regard to God, which often causes me ecstasies. And if that means, you know, for some of you, you're like, I don't really know the scriptures yet. Well, get to know the Bible. I I spent like hundreds of hours studying the Bible. So for me now, it's like they just get quickened to me by different things but it's like a really valuable time or so some of you are like i've never really spent hours in prayer and everyone's telling me like that it's religious to spend hours in prayer but it's like if you want to do that do it like don't don't let anyone talk you out of the things that are in your heart you know because that was also something the lord led me through at one time and i would do it differently now but i just i just woo i just ah i want people to have permission to to go on whatever spiritual journey in Christ that you want to go on, that you feel called to go on. It doesn't have to look like anyone else's, but it's about flowing with the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, you know, giving unashamedly. Because, I mean, we have friends that are, that have spent, you know, years like in the wilderness just meditating and like hanging out with Jesus, just praying for years. And that's amazing. If you want to do that, do it. If you want to, if you want to study the Bible and go to seminary for eight years, do it. You know, just what's in your heart. If if you want to work a job and just like do that and and commune with Holy Ghost, then do that. You know, but but I just want us to to feel fully empowered. You know, to go on that journey in the Spirit, communing, communion, and to stay in that place and watch the fruit happen. Amen. I think that's all I got, folks.